what would you do if there was a better way? If there was a better way, would you do it? If there was a quicker, safer, faster way to do something, or the old, boring, slow way, which one would you choose? And it's interesting because there's a couple of examples. We've been brushing our teeth a certain way for a very long time, and some people have an electric toothbrush now, I know. Uh, and some people in third and fourth world countries are cleaning their teeth with a stick. But everybody wants to have clean teeth, it seems. So the way we clean our teeth hasn't changed very much. What about ironing? I always have a giggle at our house. I think that not too many men must do ironing because the way we iron hasn't changed. And it seems that when the men are involved in the activity, uh, lots of things get invented. But it seems that the iron, the old-fashioned iron, whether we used to put it in a hot fire or now we connect it to the wall with electric, electric cord, uh, we still iron the same way. And I'm sharing that with you because... When it comes to being healthy, fit and strong, there seems to be a long, slow, old-fashioned, boring way. And there's, there's also a fast, quick, safe, effective way. But they've both been around for a long time because anatomy and physiology has been around for a long time. So if there was a faster, quicker, better way to brush your teeth, would you do it? And you might have an electric toothbrush, so awesome. If there was a faster, better way to do the ironing, and I use that as an example because I don't ever go to work. Everything I do is about I do what I love. And I consider work to be doing something when you'd rather be doing something else. And ironing is one of those things for me. When I'm ironing, I feel like I'm doing work. It's I'd rather be doing something else. So if there was a faster, quicker, better way to do the ironing, I would certainly choose it. But as an exercise professional and as an educator... Uh, I'm the owner of an international fitness business college. Uh, the headspace for me, and this is a very personal question I'm going to ask. Why do we as exercise professionals, or why does the profession, or why do people who want to be healthy, fit and strong for that matter, not want to find out the safest, quickest, best way to do something? Why is it that we seem to stick with the old-fashioned way? And the sad thing about that is the old-fashioned way, which isn't based on anatomy and physiology, it's just based on opinion and just the way things have been done for such a long time, uh, that, that way isn't based on anatomy and physiology. So there's no new fandangled, new fashion, new amazing way to exercise because the human body hasn't evolved. We are still... Uh, designed to stay alive, to reproduce, to get away from a threat and we have three energy systems that allow us to do that. And that of course is anatomy and physiology. But it never ceases to amaze me and, and I'm, I deal with this every single day. People who say they want to be healthy, fit and strong. Parents who say they want their kids to be healthy, fit and strong. People who tell me that they want to be an exercise professional or they are an exercise professional and they don't know why they're doing a certain exercise. They're just doing it because that's the way we've always done it. Without analysing what's the safe way, what's the fast way, what's the best way. Then when it comes to exercise, there's so much argument about what are the best exercises. But should there be a better question than what's the best exercise for legs or what's the best exercise for arms? And people will argue on social media about it for hours, if not days. Shouldn't the question be, what's the result that you want from this activity? Or even better, what result do you want? So how do you want to feel? How do you want to look? And I always ask four very specific questions. 
Do you want to have a stack of energy? Because for me, if isn't that why we do everything? So that we've got the energy to do everything else. So the way we eat, the way we move, the way we exercise, our sleep, everything, shouldn't it be giving us energy? So if we choose to do a certain thing with our body, food, exercise, sleep, nutrition, supplements, whatever it is, shouldn't we be wanting to have a stack of energy to be able to do all the things that we want to do? The next one is, are you performing at your 100% best or do you want to perform at your 100% best? Because what's the point of having a human body that isn't capable of doing everything that you want to do at 100% effort and performance? So energy, performance, look and feel. How do you look and how do you feel? Feel inside and how do you feel to touch? How do your muscles feel? How does your body feel when you touch it? Are you happy with the way you look and the way you feel? And whatever you choose to do, is it giving you the result that you want? They're my four questions. So do you have a stack of energy? Are you performing at your best? Are you getting thrilled? Do you love looking in the mirror? Do you love the way your body feels when you touch it? And are you getting the results that you want? Surely that should be the outcome for any eating plan or any exercise plan, the combination of both. So rather than arguing about which diet's best or which exercise is best, Surely as an exercise professional, my only goal is to find out exactly what my client wants. What result does what my client want? And then surely I want to give them the best result possible for what, what they want to do in the fastest way, the quickest way, the most effective way, the safest way. And I make a differentiation, of course, between fast and quick, and I always do. The process, the actual exercise session, should, should, should we aim for that to be fast because who's got a stack of time? And should the result come quickly? Because if, if the result takes a really long time, is it possible that a person won't stick to whatever you give them? So if you look at any exercise, shouldn't the number one question be, will this exercise give this person the result that they want? Why would I do that exercise? So if it's the person wants to have less body fat or they want to get fitter or they want to get stronger or they want to have more energy or they want to be able to play a sport better, when I analyze an exercise or whether I, what, when I choose an exercise or whether I choose not to do that exercise, shouldn't the outcome or the, the question be what is the outcome? What is this exercise going to do? And that's where I get perplexed because with or without anatomy knowledge, with or without physiology knowledge, most of the exercises that people are doing, you only have to look at them to know that there's something wrong with that. If you did it in a workplace on a construction, on a construction site, uh, if, it, if it's got anything to do with the way the human body works from a safety point of view, you wouldn't do the exercise because it's dangerous. It's going to hurt somebody's joint. So that's a really interesting thing to ask. I ask myself that every day. Why are they doing that? That's a dangerous exercise. It's an unsafe exercise. It's a high-risk exercise for the person's joints. Why would we give them that exercise? So that's a really interesting place to start because if somebody's injured, they obviously can't exercise. The next thing is if, and I'll go back a step, if they want to get a certain result but they can't exercise because they are busted or broken or they're hurting or injured, then obviously that, whatever, you can have the best exercise program in the world but if the person's injured, they can't do it. So would it be a really good idea that when we're analysing any activity, any movement, any exercise, that we ask what does the person want and then is it safe? Because if it's, if it's unsafe, it's going to hurt them, they're going to get injured and they won't be able to do it. The next thing is the result that they want to get. So if it's body fat loss or if it's muscle gain or if it's be good at a sport or 
is this the very best exercise or is there a better exercise? Because surely we're looking for most effective. So I could say that, yes, if I stand here and move my fingers, I'm going to have a higher calorie burn than if I don't move my fingers. But is that the most effective way for me to burn fat off my fingers for a start? Uh, Would that be the most effective way for me to have excess energy burn so that my body burns up extra calories so I can take fat out of my fat cell? And of course, I would pick a better exercise because that's just a little exercise and it gives me no result. But if I then relate that to this movement where I'm lying on the floor and just bringing my shoulders up to my knees, what am I doing there? I'm doing a little exercise. I'm lifting something that's very light. I'm just lifting my head and my shoulders up off the floor. And what's the outcome of that exercise? Will I burn calories? Yes, more calories than if I'm standing still perhaps but there's an argument there because the body burns more calories in the upright position than it does down on the floor so if I've taken the person down to the floor they might not be burning any more calories than if they were standing up because we burn more calories to hold ourselves in the upright position see these are the questions that I've been asking ever since I started as an exercise professional at 13 years of age now I wish I asked more questions uh, because I did a lot of stupid exercises that wasted people's time. I wasted my own time. I injured a lot of people and I did a lot of unsafe, ineffective, silly exercises because I didn't ask the right questions. What result do I want to get from the exercise? Will I get that result or is there a better exercise? And most importantly, is it safe? But I'm I'm hesitant to say that because some exercises you might say, well, they're safe, but are they effective? It's not going to hurt me, but will it waste my time? Yes. So, and I'll give you a beautiful example. We use walking. Walking is not going to hurt you. It's a, it's a normal human activity. We, we are in the upright position. Everything works beautifully when we walk. Our body's designed to walk. But when people go out walking to get a certain result, and it might be to, because they want to have a stack of energy, they want to have a body that's lean, they want to have low body fat percentage, they want to have whatever the result is. If I pick walking as an activity, what change am I making to my body? Will I burn more calories walking than standing still? Yes. But is there a better way for me to not just burn calories faster, more effectively? Because it's not going to hurt me. Walking's not going to hurt me unless I go for hours and hours and I get a blister. But the big question is, what's more effective than walking? And will I burn calories? Yes. Do I burn calories at a very high speed? No. And that's one of the things that I'm, I'm, and I have to almost say this with a smile on my face because otherwise I'd cry. I actually think that some walking programs, if not all, help people to gain weight, help people to put more fat into their fat cell. Because if you go out for an hour's walk, it seems like a really long time and a lot of people feel really proud of themselves. Oh, I've been for an hour's walk. But the number of calories burnt in an hour, because it's not a very high uh, energy requirement activity, I might burn three, four, five hundred calories at the most. And half of that might come from fat if I'm lucky. 250 calories for an hour. Wow. And then I go and have a muffin because I'm rewarding myself. And I'm sure you've heard this. I've been for an hour's walk. I deserve a little reward. I'm going to have a biscuit or I'm going to have a chocolate or I'm going to have a packet of chips because I've exercised for an hour. 
See, there's some of the challenges I've got with long exercise because we focus on the time frame was so long. And that's why when I ask the question, is an exercise safe? Is it fast? Is it quick? And is it effective? The fast and quick for me are really important because if I do it, if I want to get a result fast, I can't do long, slow, boring exercise, particularly in that energy system. And that's the question I'm always asking. If you know your anatomy and physiology, both of them, and you've, it's not they have to have an in-depth understanding, but if you've really got the ABCs, which is the phosphate system, the lactate system, and the aerobic system, you'd know that in the aerobic system is where we live all day, every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. We live in the aerobic energy system. So if I then go for a walk, which is aerobic activity, I'm not really making my body change. I'm not forcing it to do anything different than what it's used to. I'm just going to burn a few more calories than if I'm standing still. And when I sprint, and this is the other interesting thing, because people always talk about, I want to get a result, so I'm going to burn a lot of calories and I want to burn a lot of fat. But is that what I want to do in an exercise program? And there's a very strong physiological reason why you don't want to burn fat when you're exercising, and you probably don't want to burn too many calories when you ex- when you exercise, because the exercise that you do, if you look at the right energy system, if you want to get a 100% result, the best result possible, Should you not put in 100% effort? When you exercise at 100% effort, you can't go any harder, you can't lift any heavier or both. You're in the phosphate energy system, which is only 10 seconds. Now, you're not going to burn very many calories in 10 seconds, and you definitely don't burn any fat in 10 seconds. So if I share with you I want to do an exercise program that doesn't burn any fat and it doesn't burn very many calories, people go, what's that all about? But what it does do is it changes everything inside my body. I have a chemical change, an endocrine change, a hormonal change that makes or forces my body to go from, ah, la, 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 everything's normal, everything's the same, everything's just going to keep continuing on aerobic system. My body thinks it's going to die. The phosphate system is the fight and flight, stay alive system. My body feels like it's under threat. So I go at 100% effort. Now, I might be under threat because I'm stressed, so I go at 100% effort because I'm doing a sport or a martial art, for example. But I can force my body into thinking that because if I go at 100% effort, if I punch really hard, kick really hard, sprint really hard, lift really heavy, my body thinks it's under threat. So it goes into the hormonal response of fight and flight. So I produce epinephrine, adrenaline, and cortisol, which are the stress hormones that increase heart rate, increase blood blood pressure, increased blood sugar levels, increased blood fat levels. So I've got the energy to go. And the beautiful thing is that it's the stored phosphates inside the muscle. So there's not even, it's not even, I'm not even using sugar or, or glycogen as energy. What I'm using is stored energy inside my muscles, which forces my body to get the hell out of there or to turn and fight the fight and flight stay alive system. So I've got a massive chemical change inside my body, which my body then has to respond to. And the beautiful thing about all of that, as I share every single day, is when I put in 100% effort, my body needs to get better for next time. If I'm under threat, if I've got a wild animal chasing me, if I've got uh, a wild tribe chasing me, my brain says, if that happens again, we've got to be faster, we've got to be stronger, we've got to be better, we've got to be wiser, we've got to figure this out. So the big thing that gets produced is brain-derived neurotropic factor, which is fertilizer for your brain. So everything inside your brain works better. You think more clearly, you make better decisions, you become more creative, 
And because you've got a, a body that says she's under threat, we better s- s- keep her alive. Everything changes hormonally. So my body changes from a sugar burning machine to a fat burning machine. So I don't burn fat when I'm exercising. And I don't burn very many calories because it's only 10 seconds, but my body when I'm resting is now a body that prefers to burn fat. And I'm sharing all of that, and I I share this on a regular basis because it makes me really sad to see so many people wasting their time and wasting their energy and wasting their money on an exercise program that doesn't work. Surely that would upset you too, particularly if you've been doing this as long as I have. I figured out today it's been well over 40 years that I've been an exercise professional. Uh, I want people to get a result, and I hear it all the time. The, the, the one today, that I, I have to giggle because this is just an obvious that a person doesn't understand their, their anatomy and physiology. You have, here was the quote, you have to exercise at high intensity for five minutes. We just can't do that. There's no energy system inside your body. Phosphate system's 10 seconds. Lactate system is 10 seconds to two minutes, and after that, you're in the aerobic system. So you can't exercise at high intensity for five minutes. When I hear people say, feel the burn, feel the burn, my question is always, why do I want to feel the burn? Why do I want to have lactic acid pushing up against my nerve endings causing pain? Why would I want to do that? I want to get fit. I want to get strong. I want to have a stack of energy. I want to perform at my best. I want to love what I see in the mirror. And I want to... So I don't want to exercise at 50%, 70%, even 95%. I want to move my body at 100% effort to get 100% result, and that's the phosphate system, which is only 10 seconds. So when we analyze anything, whether it's brushing our teeth, doing the ironing, vacuuming the floor, uh, the way we do work in in an office, uh, and I'll just use that as an interesting side note, uh, I haven't had a sit-down, I haven't had a chair in my life for a very long time. The chairs in my home are purely for looking. (laughs) The only two positions I'm ever in is lying down for sleeping and standing up and or moving. And I share that with you because my office has never in the last 10 years hasn't had a desk, probably longer now because I lived in New Zealand for 14 years and I haven't had a, a seating desk in New Zealand ever because the human body doesn't function well in the seated seated position. So if you want to function better at your job, at your career, in your business, why have we got a chair? Why have we got a desk? Why don't we, well, you might need a desk. I have a desk, mine's on top of a treadmill so that I'm walking while I'm doing my work. I'm sharing that with you because there's a better way to do work. Sitting down is not an effective way for your brain to work, for anything to function. Nothing functions well in the seated position, which is why I always ask, why do we exercise people in any seated position? Why do we exercise people in a kneeling position and why the hell do we put them on the floor? Why am I asking these questions on a regular basis? Because I would like to think that if you are a parent, a teacher, a coach, a boss or a leader, that you want to have a stack of energy, you want to perform at your best, you want to love what you see in the mirror, you want to get the best results possible from your eating and exercise plan, and you want to inspire other people to do the same. Because isn't life better for everybody if we're fit and strong? So if there is a fast, quick, safe, effective way to get fit and strong, why would we choose the long, slow, boring way? Why are we not analysing anatomy and physiology, how the human body works, and say... Let's have a look at that particular movement pattern. Will it give me the result that I want? Will it uh, make me have a stack of energy? Is there a better exercise? That's not safe. Why would I do something that's not safe? And they're the things that I'm asking every single day. 
maybe you will too and I, maybe you won't maybe uh, people hate change or they don't they've been doing the same thing over and over for so long that that it's just a habit I think that's a bit like the ironing we've been doing the ironing the same way for such a long time I think there's got to be a better way well if you want to get fit and strong there is a short safe effective way and if you learn your anatomy and physiology you'll probably figure it out for yourself I would love you to live your life to the max. That's what I'm here for every day. Be happy, healthy, fit and strong. Have a career or business that you love. Be financially free and have great relationships. And surely all of that will happen more effectively if you're fit and strong. And if you want to be fit and strong, you're going to do it the long, slow, boring, unsafe way. Or would you like to do it the safe, fast, effective, fun way? Because, and even if it's not fun, it's only short. It's only 10 seconds. How about that? I'd love you to sing every day like I do. I feel good. Na 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 na. I knew that I would now. Na 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 na. So good. Yeah, yeah. So good. Woohoo.